The following presentation does not represent Australian opinion or intellect. Fake news, man. Fake news. Are you Muslim? <laughs> <laughs> he should have been slapped as a child. He's a spoiled brat. Right? He's probably being treated like a prince. I burned everything I got. You also had people that were very fine people on both sides. What's happening? Uh, not much. What'd not- you sleep for? Well, I didn't sleep well because I was fucking. You know, you know what it is? Is that you, you go to you go to bed. It's all right. It's two o'clock. Go to bed. You know, and then you've got your fucking phone, and it's just like ah, oh, YouTube. Ah, oh, you know, comedy. Ah, oh, and then it's, and then forget about it. You know, that's why I turned off all notifications from um Insta. Right. Like I'm on, I'm not on PC obviously anymore, but I turned off yeah. all notifications on Instagram because um for that reason alone, I just didn't yeah. want. To be up till fucking god knows what time doing that sort of shit. Yeah, dude. Like it's it's. It was like, fuck. When was the last time I saw you? I don't even remember. Uh, probably before I went to Canada. Even probably even before that. When did when did you go to Canada? A uh, year and a half ago. Now, yeah, yeah. Really? I left in July 2018. Yeah. I feel like I saw you at. Oh, were you at Alex's um premiere for Underbelly or not? Uh, at his place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's when I last yeah, saw you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the hell was that? Uh, uh, no, no, like, seriously. I, I don't know. Are we, are we recording or is this... Yeah, uh, yeah, we're fine. Yeah, yeah right. Um, <laughs> what are you laughing at? I don't know. It's good. What do you mean? Like, you, uh, you busted my balls to get down here. Well, I did, I did. And I wanted to talk about... I don't know about your listeners. Um, Fucking <laughs> hell, man. How many listeners do you have? But it's always good to... Um, uh, I want to talk about uh, film and Canada and all that sort of stuff. So, <laughs> and it's like you know, if you're doing sa- any type of creative stuff, just get to fucking Vancouver, man. Like, I don't think that's the interesting thing about you, though. Okay, because I've known you, dude. I remember you from when you were fronting a fucking band. Yeah. When was that? Um, How old are you now? I'm 31. Yeah, you're, and, you're younger than me. And then it was, I would have been uh, 2008 is when I met the band, and so I was fronting them, uh, like 2009, 2010, yeah. The, yeah. Ba- the band. The band. I just remember, um, it was Andy that said to me, because like, obviously I knew your brother, but mm. I didn't know about you, and he's like, yeah, yeah, Jess is like the coolest cunt ever. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, he vlogs shit on YouTube or something. Yeah. He's in like a band. He was yeah. making it out like you were like... um. Like, like head, head, you know, top shit. Yeah, or something. No, no. yeah, yeah. It was making it out like you were fucking, um, like Russell Brand or some shit. Yeah, well, but the then, fuck. The I got... more I think about it, yeah, you are actually like Russell Brand. Right. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> heroin junkie hasn't made it out no, yet. No, yeah. Calm down. Russell Brand's not a heroin junkie. He's a famous comedian now. Yeah. But was. he's <laughs> actually, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It was the last thing he did. He sort of got shit canned after he said all that um, anti-establishment shit. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. He's but he's he's made his millions and that's... yeah. But he's doing anything else? Uh, Dick Shuttle. So. Dick <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks>, Shuttle. <laughs> following his life, you know. I just I get, know, I get called. I get called Russell Brand and um, the lead singer of In Excess, uh, Michael Hutchins. Yeah, when I have my hair down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but. But it's only because of the hair. That's it. Yeah, but I don't see you as Russell. I, I don't see you as Michael Hutch. You know what I see you as? I see you as a Kramer. Because <laughs> you just and do I have it, some stories as yeah, well? No, yeah, no, because yeah. you're always aloof. That's the best. I described you as that once your brother, and mm. we just, I described you as aloof. Mm. 
Yeah. That's As right. in, like, you're you're not... Okay, like with Kramer, yeah? The thing with Kramer was, I've said it before, Kramer... He used to play uh, Michael Richards used to play the character as being two steps behind everyone, right? So yeah. he was sort of like uh, disattached. Mm. Then he realised the trick was to play Kramer two steps ahead of everyone. Mm. So his ideas were so progressive and so yeah. just like out there <laughs> that it was just too much for other people to understand. But in his mind, he was a genius. Oh, dude! Like, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> and I reckon that's how you come across a lot of the times as well. Right. Okay. Yeah. So hang on. Rundown. Yeah. Before the band, yeah, I remember you for two things: a, the band, yeah, two when we destroyed you one night when I went out for Lexi's um birthday in the city. You were a kid, you uh-huh. were you were a fucking kid. This was this was the year that Michael Jackson died, so two thousand and nine. Okay, yeah, yeah, we went out for his birthday, and it mm. was probably the last hurrah with everyone, like all those boys from that group, Mm-mm-mm. right? Like your brothers, all of your brothers' mates. Mm. You were the young one out of like mm. the whole group. How old were you in 2009? 2009, I would have been, uh, let's say, 21? Yeah, I was, yeah. I was probably like 25. Yeah. yeah, I was I was getting, no, I was about to turn 25, I was 24. Mm. Yeah, so you were like the youngest one out of the group, and you are like the most naive and like quiet one, which is mm. really weird, because you're like totally the opposite now. Right. Right. See how much we change, we grow? Yeah, like yeah. 10 years, we grew yeah. up. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess I, the thing is, though, when I, whenever I'm hanging out with my uh, my brother's friends, both brothers, it's like you kind of, you know, you don't want to, you don't, you don't want to uh, like be the fucking guy, you know? I know, like, but what yeah. I... <laughs> What I remember about that night specifically yeah. was we went to um, a spice market in the city and we made a dancing oh, yeah. area. Oh, like yeah. We pulled all the tables away from that area and we made a dance floor. And then they left it like that yeah. for literally 10 years. Yeah. But what I remember was <laughs> we picked up some stragglers in the club oh, and yeah. we went to KFC. And I remember, um, yeah, dude, I remember this like it was yesterday because it was fucking hilarious. I remember there was a Korean bird that like somehow got tacked onto the group. And she just kept following us like from the club to KFC. And then she was talking about how she lived with like three other women or something. Like she had like people at her house like mm. she was living with out in Port Melbourne or like St. Kilda or something like down by the beach. And we were losing it because we were like right. 23, 24, yeah. you know. And then she had a liking to you, yeah. And we kept we were trying. To, we told you that you had to hook up with her so we could get back to the house. And you're like, yeah. I don't want to do it. Like, listen, man, you got to take. Oh for the yeah, team. yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember that. Yeah, shit. You're like, you're like we got, we got to get back to this house. We got to get back to this <laughs> house. house. There's drugs. There's women. Okay, but you got to do this for us. And you're like, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Yeah, shit. I, that is probably one of my earliest memories of you because I didn't, I hadn't met you until then. Yeah, right. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we were forcing yeah, his kid on. brother to take one for the team. <laughs> come on, man. But I come just on. remember you being like, "No, I don't want to do it." I'm like, "Nah, man. There's no <laughs> option. Like, <laughs> she's got to do it. She's got a house full of friends." <laughs> my, how we've changed. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. Right, yeah. That's, that was the first thing okay. I remember you for. Mm-hmm. That. Uh, the band thing that you were fronting a band, and you were, I remember you were vlogging stuff. Mm-hmm. You were sort of like one of the first to, I mean, forget what people do now with like Insta Live and all that sort of shit. You yeah. were doing it like handheld cameras and shit. 2009, yeah. 2000, so, so I went, um, in 2008, I got accepted to go study in France, and that was my next thing. Yeah. I remember you followed a bird to Paris somewhere. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell was that? Okay, so, uh. All I remember was, yeah, someone was selling it to me, like, oh, he went on overseas and he fucking vlogged it all and yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it was like yeah. new. That was, dude, that was pioneering days. Yeah, I know. And I fucking should have kept up with it. I just didn't. You were doing it like over 10 yeah. years ago. Okay, so yeah. what was the actual story? Okay, so it's this girl called Salia. Um, I'm. <laughs> 
I know, I know, uh, I know I'm taking you back. But okay, just, so basically, I are we was, okay to talk about this? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going to lie down on the couch. I oh, know, yeah, maybe I should. Um, Doc, you gotta help me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you gotta help me now. So, so, so let me take you back. I'm 16 and I'm on a French. Uh, School trip, um, as you do. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, and, um... Wait, so you were over there studying at this point? N- uh, no, uh, I was like a, a one-month, you know, f- like French exchange thing. You, you were know. the exchange student? Yeah, ex- exactly, kind of. Like, you know you know what they do in the, in high school? That they, you know, they have the French experience or Italian experience. Oh, I know what the French yeah. experience is. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um... Nevertheless. Nevertheless, and we, we spent two weeks in Paris, and, um... And do our stories about that. But talking about this girl, there was this girl that I, like, you know, she was, I was in the year above me, essentially, and this girl was older. She's like from, like, I think she's from Algeria. Okay. You know, and she's like, so she's ghetto, but she's cool, you know. <laughs> and, uh, long story short, you know, I had this massive crush on her, but she had a boyfriend. And so cut to four years later, you know, I'm, I've got this exchange trip to, to, uh, to France, to Lyon. And I spent some time in Paris just before getting there. I'm like, I hit her up. I was like, hey, come in, you know. Yeah. And uh, so you were in contact with her the entire time, or did you well, just sort of it, was, it was emails back then as well, right? Like, this, this ah, is the famous emails before before Facebook. And um, yeah, basically, I, I I said, hey, let's meet at the Sacre Coeur, you know. Okay. And I made this whole big fucking story about it, about how I met this girl, and I'm coming for this girl, and we're meeting at the church, and you know, it's going to be sick. Um, and, what uh, well, I kind of, I got my, ca- I was like a camcorder kind of guy, and I'm just like, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know, scary movie, it. Uh, it's just like, no, Blair Witch, you know, yeah, yeah. just, uh, you know, oh, the, where is she? I'm at the sacra, I'm climbing the stairs, I'm, I'm at the sacra, where is she, where is she? And then she's there, and I'm running to her, and it's, um, <laughs> yeah, and it was good. It was like, yeah, I, uh, you can, yeah, you can. You can you can look it up. Is that still online? It's still online. Yeah, you can look it up. It's uh, Finding Sal as part of the Jason Goes to France series. Hang on. Yeah. Okay. Oh God. What? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, I forgot. There's a computer right there. Of course there is. Hang on. <laughs> so finding so, Sal. Sal. And then Jason goes to France. Really? Yeah. Should should pop up there. There it is. Holy shit. It's a whole YouTube thing. It's a whole thing and like the, the, the juice is in the last like minute or two. Eleven so. years. How long were you running these ad like how long were you actually doing these for? So I did I got about two months worth of footage that I edited and put it up over the course of six months of of, of, of the course like the the time I was there. I yeah. have I have six months worth of footage somewhere in on a hard drive somewhere. But um yeah, it's just like it just took forever to edit. Yeah. And so I would I would spend days just editing for for a, you know, 10 minute or a f- 5 to 10 minute video clip and I get 100 views, you know? Yeah. And no one would say anything and so I just said, "Ah, forget it. It hasn't changed. It's still the same way, man." <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. For someone that never dropped the ball on the media thing, it's still the same exact thing. Yeah. But the the irony is is that um I did get something out of it, out of of that, and it was um, this uh, person from Nickelodeon Australia kind of contacted me, and then she got me to audition for something, and uh, didn't hear back from her, tried to hit up Nickelodeon, they're like, oh, 
that person left. So you know, I'm not oh. sure. Yeah, I'm not sure how Maybe fucking just real it was. You. Yeah, right. <laughs> it just got you back to an apartment somewhere in Saint Kilda. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So anyway, but uh, yeah, a lot, a lot has happened since. When was then? the last time you watched this thing? Uh, I don't know. It's have you actually got? I'm not going to play it now. Relax. Yeah, but like, have you actually gone back to see any of this? Shit? I, I mean, look, I, I, I guess I have. Um, I bring it up sometimes uh, with my students, um, and <laughs> you use this as a. As, as it's a just like uh, you know. Well, yeah, a little bit of teaching. You know, I was, oh, I was in France, or oh, I was skiing, or whatever. I was, oh, you know, check out my video and like look how stupid I am as a teacher. You know. Okay. And it just gets the the students a little bit. You know. So what do you teach? Relaxed. I teach ESL, so English is a second language. So where? Um, I'm not sure if I can do it. No, okay. uh, no, 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 you're yeah, right. You're yeah. No, no, you're right. You're yeah. right. That's, yeah, I usually mute that sort of shit. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, you, what happened to the girl, by the way? Um. She became a judge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. We met up. Um. She was studying to be a judge, and I think we met up again in 2012, and. Yeah, basically, we, we got, I kind of lost contact with her, but um, yeah, she was studying to be a judge. Um, yeah, okay. was that the first big trip that you'd done on your own? Uh, well, technically, it wasn't on my own. My mum was the uh, teacher. Really? Yeah. So okay. I was, I was like, so the, so my school didn't offer the the French course, yeah. like the, the 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 holiday, but my mum's school did, and it was like, great. Yeah. Let's go. So, um, but the first big trip was was uh, at uni. So went to France that that trip. So how old? So how old were you when you fucked off? Uh, first time twenty twenty years old. Yeah. Twenty. Yeah. How long were you gone? I was gone six months, um, and then I went, came back uh, for six months, and they offered a trip to Malaysia, and I was like, yeah, go do it. I remember Malaysia. Yeah. I'd seen you in that little window. You'd sort of disappeared. I remember talking to your brother about it. It's like, he's yeah. in Malaysia. Doing what? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I was uh, studying. I was doing my course, so. Studying to what? Be a teacher? No, no, uh, I need to. No, a Bachelor of uh, Arts and a Bachelor of Business Marketing. So. I remember, yeah, I yeah. remember when I first met you, our conversations are mostly around marketing and, mm. um, music and shit. That's why. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wanted, I was, I was all about the marketing and like I tell ya, like, um, I was, I had business cards. <laughs> with my face on it and it said marketer presenter you know and i was still at uni so i hadn't done anything but I'm like here here's my card and i, I was, can sell your product <laughs> yeah <laughs> like trust me and then and like because i was giving it to everyone at uni everyone was prank calling me holy shit really yeah man because here's the fucking business card with my face on it right <laughs> look at this fucking idiot right and giving out his business card but the flip side to that is, is that, this is while I was in Malaysia, the flip side to that is, is that even though, um, you know, I was getting all these prank calls, I got one call that's like, hey, I'm your stalker. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I've been uh, stalking you since you've got, this, you know, went to uni. I'm like, holy shit. So, I ended up hooking up with this girl from Botswana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Go there. Like, yeah, of course you have to hook up with your stalker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just, a woman tell, dude, a woman tells you that she's stalking you. You're like, you're mad. When can we meet up? <laughs> Men are idiots. If a woman got a call from a guy, it's like, I'm watching you. And like, that's it. Cops, yeah. fans, you know what I mean? Yeah. Every guy she's ever spoken to for 
for 30 years is getting doors kicked in. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. This was... Yeah, she's pretty hot. Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's a... And 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 the the the, mo- <laughs> the moment I um I uh, remember most of all of that whole interaction was that she'd never been with a with a white guy before. Yeah. She finds you <laughs> six foot something, fucking yeah. white naive, you know what I mean? Right, but like as we're like banging, right? She's like looking down and just laughing because it's like the contrast is just too much, you know? You serious? Yeah, man. That hurts. Well, no, it's in not. I mean, not the size of my cock, but like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah just the the whiteness. Yeah, like, yeah. It like, still still hurts, though. What do you mean? What do you mean? You just, it's funny. You need you need sometimes you need a bit of humor in the in the in the bedroom, no? Women should not be laughing at you when you're having sex, man. Like, uh, there's no positive way to fucking spin that shit, dude. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. Uh, <laughs> such a man. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so hang on. Yeah. I remember at one point you were overseas, like, fucking relentlessly. You were in Korea yes. at one point. Yep, I was in Korea, yep. Where else have you gone? Because so, I, I know, actually, no, wait. More like, give us a timeline of everywhere you've actually gone. Okay, so um, like, I can I can I can say I've lived in six countries. So lived, as lived, in, yeah, as in f- tried to find work or studied there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. had had an income or an, a fixed address of some yeah, kind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so I've lived in um, so it was first France, then Malaysia, then I went to Korea for a year, um, came back, and then I was in Melbourne and in Perth, and then I went to Europe, I lived in England for a few months, and I was in London, and then I went to Italy, like some. Really? country. Yeah, well, but I didn't really post too much about it because um, I remember you going to. I remember you going to England. Yeah, that, that just came and went. I remember like speaking to you once, and you're like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in the UK. I'm like, oh, <laughs> when did you go to Italy? Uh, so it was it was that trip. So I, I was in Europe for 14 months, um, and uh, I was trying to find work in France. And then I'd, I'd come at, in September, which is like the worst time to try and get teaching work, and. Um, so, but the, but Italy and Spain were hiring, and uh, yeah, so I went to Italy, some really shitty town in the middle of nowhere, and um, yeah, it was. It's called Termoli. Don't go. Uh, <laughs> Don't <laughs> go. <laughs> unless you're. I mean, you're going for summer. I guess it's the beach town. Um, Where is it? Uh, east. Exactly, East Italy. What? Yeah, um, I, 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 I had no idea. Yeah, so if you drew Italy. if you drew a line like east of Naples, like yeah. on the other coast, um, or east of Rome, like in between Naples and Rome, but on the other coast, yeah, that's where my my shitty thirty thousand people town was. And but what I decided was was that every you know second weekend after after like the Christmas break, I was like, fuck this, you know, I'm not getting much money, but. I'm not staying here. Yeah. So every second weekend, I went to like I caught the train to some like really cool town or city in Italy. And the thing is about about Italy or about Europe in general is that you know there are so many towns uh, that you know people don't even know about, and they're fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, there's just like there's this town um, in the in the boot in the heel of the boot of Italy called Lecce, and holy shit! Does like, Lecce mean milk? Uh, latte means milk. So, oh wait, I'm thinking yeah. Mexican. Yeah, Spanish. Right. Sorry, Mexican. Yeah. So, um, dude, hang on. Wait a second. No, wait yeah. a second. Leche means milk in Spanish. I don't know. I'm, I don't I'm, know. Speak posi- I'm always positive. I'm almost positive. Sorry, I have to find this because it's going to piss me off. Okay, I'm, I'm getting stuck on that. But anyway, while you're finding it, um, 
No, like, uh, yeah, there's so many fucking towns in, in Europe and in Italy, and it's amazing. This is this Baroque town, and it's, like, no one knows about it, only other Italian tourists, and it's just like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, I was right. <laughs> I was right. Yeah. See, I learned some Spanish. <laughs> mm. So yeah, and anyway, so I like you, 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 you get a, you know, you turn a lemon into lemonade type of deal. Yeah, and fair uh, yeah, so and you know, just just getting up to outrageous sort of shit. So yeah. So how long did you stick that out in Italy? Nine months. Uh, that was the the school year. So they break over summer. So despite, I mean, you went over there and you're just teaching English as a second language, basically, mm-hmm. and no Italian needed. No, I mean, I like I fucking couldn't communicate, and so, so how'd you get it? How'd you even manage to teach? Um, well, so when you teach English, you don't need to know the the, the native language. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's that's fine, and then and then the school kind of supports you and stuff. But it's more like you know um, trying to do stuff, you know, with the locals. Uh, so the people didn't really like me because. I <laughs> Well, because here's the thing, right? So you're like the most personable person well, in the world. But this is what I'm talking about. It's like this is why I got fucking hated this town, right? I had this vendetta against a town. You found this one town in the middle of Italy that, dude, you think Italians are fucking nice, man? But this town, I swear, like there are just a negative like vortex right there. But the one town. <laughs> so, so they didn't like me one because I couldn't speak Italian. Okay. I mean, like I, I learned uh, six six months to do a lingo, you know, and I started to try and c- communicate. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, but it was because. I didn't dress nice, right? Oh, dude, Europeans are fucked for that, man. No, Italians are fucked for that, right? No, 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 no. Uh, even in Athens, I remember when I first got there and I was wearing my like Melbourne trackies and shit, going to go buy bread for my aunt. He's like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "What are you wearing?" I'm like, "Runners, trackies, yeah, and yeah. shitty t-shirts." Like, you can't do that, man. Not here. I'm like, "Yeah, fuck him. I don't give a shit." Well, this is what I'm saying, man. And and then he's like, "He, the, he we don't like the fucking way you dress," you know. Uh, and I invited, I invited a bunch of people to have a party at my place, you know, in an Australian-style party, which is just, like, booze, you know? Booze and but food, yeah. Not even food, just, yeah, just chips, like a few starters. Yeah, exactly, right? So, you know, and then they're like, your place is shit and you didn't offer food, you know? And it's like, because Italian fucking parties, obviously, have, like, antipesto and, like, <laughs> all this fucking random, <laughs> like, God, awesome man. food. And it's like, oh, we don't like you. And I said... Uh, Hang on, so, people actually said that. One, one girl, the girl I was sleeping with, so I don't know what her, her thing was but yeah are you sure she wasn't just yeah yeah but here's the thing right so so i go to her i was like fuck you dude you're older than me you live in europe and you've been to two other countries they don't value it the fucking flight is 20 30 euros but they man. don't value it man i got my cousin here from greece right now and we talk about it a lot he's like yeah. he's he wants to see the world you know what i mean like mm. what greeks come here like Right. 27-year-olds coming out. Yeah, no they, one. they need the money, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy literally works, like, his balls off for seven months a year, and then he just travels, like, wherever he can. Even little, like, yeah. weekend trips, whatever. Mm-hmm. Dude, Greeks will not leave their fucking houses because there's nothing else out there. There's no point. They don't yeah. see the value of going going away. Whereas Australians, man, we need to see. We're in the middle of nowhere. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, man. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> I can't believe Italians actually told you that your place was shit. <laughs> It's too dirty because because I'm not sure if anyone knows. I mean, I'm sure you know. It, it's, it's, I'm just saying. 
It's 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 the fucking it's the same shit in Greece as well. They got the fucking like the broom. Like they don't have a fucking vacuum cleaner. Like oh, get no. a get a vacuum cleaner. Why do you want a broom? Like a, a sweep sweeper. Yeah. You want to fucking sweep every day, <laughs> so you can wear your hat- shoes inside. Like what the hell? What the fuck? You know. <laughs> You know, I've said that about um, Greek women. Like my, um, all my relatives, you know, the standards, mm. you'd cop it as well. It's like, oh, mm. you need to go meet a Greek girl, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I always say the same thing. And I've repeated this a thousand times. I go, I've been to so many, I've been to, say, a dozen countries of the world. I've made mm. friends in every single country that I've gone to. Mm. Greece, only country in the world where I've never made a female friend. As in randomly. Mm. Right. Just met, met at a bar and started chatting and just like, hey, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Never. Well, they, they give you the eye and yeah. Like, <laughs> moody, you know? So, yeah. Just yeah. The fuck, you cop the moody and it's just like, they don't care. They, they, not Unless you, you've literally got your salary out and your asset base and you're, you're telling them, these are my friends. They don't give Ooh, a fuck. Fuck that, man. Seriously. Yeah. It, it burns, man. Yeah. And I honestly don't know how they get laid over there without going to the rippers. Like, seriously, they're fucked. Anyway, well, they talk about philosophy, you know? <laughs> they that's philosophize they their way in. You that's know? how they get by. Greek women don't listen to the men over there, man. They just argue. Yeah. It's a joke. Nevertheless, yeah. all right, so yeah. you were in Italy for like nine months. Yeah. When was this? This was... Uh, I'd say 2015-16, yeah. Okay, so we're getting closer to home. Then what yeah. happened? Um, then came back uh, from there. I spent two months in Cyprus. Oh. Two months? One month? I, I, I was in Cyprus for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I came back, um, and my my dad passed away. Yeah. And then after that, I just wanted to get out. And so I did, like, this Southeast Asia five-month tour. Um, so I don't, like, I don't say that I was living in a particular no, country. Just, you did but, five and a half, five months. Five How months, How many yeah. countries did you do? Six. I did uh, Malaysia for, like, a month, Singapore, uh, Indonesia for two months, and... Uh, uh, t- t- Thailand. For, I went. I was in Bangkok for a month, right? <laughs> because get this, I was like, it's a little too much right now, traveling all the time. I just want to like relax, and you know, you don't relax in Bangkok. That's no, that's for I, sure. I love. Yeah. I've been to Bangkok what two, three times. Like on all my, I've done two trips to Thailand. I've been back to Bangkok like three times out of all. Yeah. I love Bangkok. It's it's, g- it's good. It's good. Don't get me wrong. Um, you can't. There's no real art scene there, but like art scene. Exactly. Ping pong shows, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you want to see art? <laughs> yeah, man. You know, you know, a bit of culture. Um, <laughs> Um, and then, uh, yeah, went to Vietnam and then Philippines, yeah, and then came back. Dude, culture's yeah. fucking rife in Bangkok, man. Yeah, it's just, you know. See, this is where you're yeah. an animal, because I've done the South, I've done pretty much the same trip you just did. Like, mm-hmm. my first trip away from Australia on my own, like, without parents or whatever, as an adult, I was uh, 23, turning 24, and I did Southeast Asia, so I did, like, uh, Indo, Malaysia, Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia. More mm-hmm. or less the same trip. But yeah. I did six weeks, you did fucking five and a half months. Yeah. That's the yeah. difference. When you go away for stints, it's like a tour of duty. It, like- yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think it's, uh, you know, just can't be fucked, whatever, save some money, go. Um, and then if I don't have a lot of money saved, I'll, like, find a job or something overseas. So, What are you normally doing for work when you're overseas? Um, so if I'm in a country that doesn't speak English or it's not, English isn't the native language, yeah. then I'll be teaching English. Yeah. Um, is it hard to get... Is it hard to find jobs like that? No, it's uh, it's it's very easy in Asia, in Europe. It's quite easy. Um, it's you get like basically if you want to get like a bit more money, uh, you do a one month course. Um, it's called a CELTA. Um, everywhere yeah. recognizes it. Um, you can do it 
just like having a high school. You know, you don't even need to finish university. So really, yeah, you can just you can just do it, and then you can get this uh, certificate, and um, uh, countries will, you know recognize that and then you'll you know but but if you want to go to like korea or japan or even shanghai and stuff you will need a degree um but there's uh, so many countries out there that kind of just if you if if you've put in a little bit of effort in english teaching they need teachers like badly um and let me ask you a question yeah what was the most sort of not bottom rate, but like the third world out of the third world uh, Asian countries? Which country did you teach in that would you say was the most sort of rural sort of setup? Um, well, see, I avoid those because <laughs> because they don't pay you, right? So, so it's either volunteering in Cambodia or something, or it's like nothing wages in Thailand, you know. So, um, if you were volunteering in Cambodia, what would you get? As far as you know, remuneration. Uh, maybe accommodation, like not even a meal. Uh, I I don't think so. I reckon they'll just put you up. Um, uh, maybe maybe at school you get meals, you know. But, um, you know, it's pretty damn poor over there. I, so, I, I've yeah. done Cambodia. I loved it, man. But it was rural yeah. as shit when I did yeah. it. That's why I'm asking, like, because yeah. I mean, you do all these massive trips, yeah, mm. and you teach while you're here mm. now. Everyone always talks about doing traveling and blah, 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 but they never get it off the ground. When I right. did it, everyone was like, oh, you're so lucky. Like, when I did three and a half uh, months yeah, in it's, Europe. It's lucky, yes, man. Yeah, it's like, you're so lucky. You're so yeah. lucky. Look, I'm not fucking lucky. I quit my job, saved everything I had, and got the fuck over there and yeah, came back right. broke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah totally. So, uh, the hardest part is gaining an income while you're there, you know, unless you're whoring yourself out of being a drug mule. Mm. And I was going to say, did you ever do the backpacker thing working in, like, bars and shit like that or not? You didn't need to. No, I didn't do it because people. I, I'm not sure if I'm good at that, um, because like I'm I'm like friendly and outrageous and whatever, but like to be on an island in Greece earning thirty euros and dancing all night, like it's just like, well, you know what they do? They they kind of they kind of uh, yeah hustle you in. You get just enough money to live, and I just I look at that and I'm like, man, I may as well just save a bunch of money here and then just go and just enjoy myself like yeah. there's no point in um just getting by and so that's how i've always looked at it and i've gone like well you know korea i was getting this is 2011 2012 i was getting about a thousand us um a month uh sorry not a thousand two thousand uh, a month so 500 us a week which equals to about 750 bucks yeah an average week yeah yeah and which and, is pretty standard yeah but, also, accommodation was paid, yeah. and and uh, flights were paid. So, you know, like if you're not paying rent and you're earning that. It's decent. It's decent. You could you could go out, have a good time, and still save a thousand bucks. You know, a month. Yeah. So it's like it's it's a no brainer. You know, you just go. Um, Dude, I, I, I yeah. couldn't save that much money now working a full time job. Like, right. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're paying rent and you're doing all that shit, it's yeah, yeah, hard yeah. to come by. But if you've got your, your accommodation sorted out... Yeah. Well, that's the thing. With with Australia, it's just like, you know, fucking rent is just... It just eats you, you know? So, but if you can get a job and, you know, work away and all that sort of stuff... Um, and 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 live poorly, I guess you can you can save a lot very quickly. Is what I'm getting at. You can save live, a lot very live quick. like a grifter. <laughs> it's just this is my apartment, but I sleep in my car just so I don't have to yeah. turn the water and the lights on. <laughs> yeah. Come on, ladies. Um, yeah. yeah. So I mean, look, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like every time I come back, I'm I'm uh, staying at my mum's place. You know, so yeah, you know, so that, and that's the thing. Like if I stay here, um, my mum's in India at the moment, but you know, by the time she gets back, if I'm still here, I'll be 
I'll be fucking, you know, in, in Brunswick or some shit, you know. In Brunswick. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm on, I'm on the, I'm on the dating apps. I'm, yeah. on, I'm on the hinge, you know, I'm not sure if you. <laughs> yeah, minge, hinge for minge. Yeah. Hinge for minge, yeah. <laughs> so, and like, uh, you know, I think I've cracked the code What's as the well. Code? Oh, well, you got, you got a, you got a purpose. I don't know. I don't, I've never done dating apps, so I got no idea. You don't worry about me. it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you don't you, worry you, about it. It's comforting. <laughs> but the code, what, what, what I mean is, is that, is that you you kind of eliminate, you purposely eliminate the the bullshit. So you know, like for example, I am Jason, I am naked. <laughs> Come and get me. You know? uh, no, 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 because like what, what, so on Hinge, I'm not sure if uh, your listeners uh, uh, know this, but uh, basically you're answering questions and um, and as well as yeah. photos, and um, it's like you know. I'm like, you should contact me if you like YouTube, you're a musician, you're an artist, you know, so you're really eliminating the the other sort of shit that you're not really interested in. And then the ones that are kind of keen are going to be artists and musicians and all that sort of stuff. Um, and... And I'm like, I naturally kind of, that's the type of person that I... Yeah, you gravitate towards. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, it's just been pretty easy to match and have, like, good quality um, kind of conversations with. So, would you say you'd be getting on Hinge for a relationship as opposed to getting on Tinder for a route? Well, that's that's what they say, but I, I, I think that... I'm look, I, look, I'm, like yeah. I said, I'm totally naive to this shit because I've never well, used them. The thing is with Tinder is that um, I don't even think that, you know... If we, it's it's like a meat market, yeah. Almost is that like know? Bumble as well? Well, I don't know about Bumble. I, I tried to use Bumble, didn't get any responses. Like, ah, fuck it. Um, but see, your marketing sucked. That's a problem. Well, th- this is it, right? So it's like with Tinder, it's like unless you're the hottest person, you're not getting matches, and the matches you do get are not quality. You know, <laughs> because you're quality. No, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying is that if you're average, right? If you're a normal person. Yeah, you're a normal person. You're going to get below average. Yeah. Because there's just a surplus of dudes that want to fuck, right? And only, you know, a quarter of girls want to fuck. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So, and that's, this is how it is. Low I, averages. Like yeah. I said, I'm totally naive to this sort of shit. Okay. So, hang on. Wait a second. You've been traveling. So, you, when did you first take off and start your stints, like across? You were saying 2009. Uh, 2009. Yeah. And you've still consistently been overseas. Let's say out yeah. of the last 10 years, how many years would you have spent overseas? Five, maybe. Yeah, half, half and half. Yeah, half, yeah. So, when you're back here, what are you doing? Just basically hoarding money to go back overseas? Uh, yeah, but like, you know, trying to make it work. Um, you know. <laughs> Trying to make work. Uh, trying to, trying to, trying to, you know, trying the dots. Um, look, look, uh, trying to make it work in the sense of like, I want to get this career off the ground. I want to get out of teaching. I want to do something, you know. What do you actually want to do? Uh, for a while there, I wanted to be a marketer, um, but now I am leaning towards events slash entertainment. Um, well, like a prestige worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> worldwide. Worldwide. Um, no, like, so, um, which is what I want to get to talking about, about Canada, but, um, but working in film and stuff. So, you know, that's, uh, kind of where I want to kind of go. Um, when you but, say working in film, do you mean like a production role is in like on a crew sort of thing? Yeah, on a crew. You'd yeah. You'd want to be behind the camera as opposed to in front of it. Well, I'd like to be in front of the camera, but the reality is that's not going to work. Why? Ah, uh, you know, my brother's an actor. Um, <laughs> so what? Well, you know, you just see how... Um, Sean hard- Penn, Chris Penn. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You see how, how hard it is for him to break out, right? And it's just like, I 
don't I'm not that one. I'm not that talented, and two. What do you mean? I'm not as talented as my brother. I haven't been spending, you know, my entire life okay. acting. You do know, you think, training. Do you think Bad that. Baby's talented? Bad Baby. Yeah, Catch Me Outside. Ah, uh, yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, right. You know, she's like literally making records with some of the biggest producers really? in. In I swear to God, man, Scott Storch, <laughs> the guy that made um, Fat Joe's Lean Back, the guy that made Dre's Still Dre. He's currently producing. He just produced like one of her albums or something. Wow, and it's selling. Uh, she, she, well, she's a baby now. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, why do I know this? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, I just I'm not sure if that is probably where I want to go with it. Um, okay. Why don't you do uh, something in a different avenue? As in, I mean, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying. Have you thought about doing something in a different avenue? What like, do you mean? Okay. Well, your brother goes. Your brother like auditions and gets into roles mm. like. On mainstream TV mm-hmm. and shit like that. Why don't you go the same way you started? Yeah, YouTube Wild and stuff. Beads, yeah, YouTube, yeah, yeah, yeah. Insta, um, well, that's and that's kind of the that's why I'm here. Almost um, is that um, I really enjoy this. I enjoy talking on radio and stuff. And I was on Sin, yeah, you know, Student Youth Network, and um, that was super fun. And I realized that what I was doing at university was, you know, in my spare time. What is something that I want to do in my, you know, full time yeah. or, or just like as a hobby. And so, you know, I'm, um, trying to tap back into that. And that's what that, that, uh, Southeast Asia trip was kind of, kind of like, I was, it's like, cause, you know, like a lot of shit happened in my family and all that sort of stuff. And yeah. I was like, I wanted to try You're literally and- naked in an island somewhere, <laughs> just getting blazed, just thinking about the future. Like, what am I going to do? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that, I think, yeah, <laughs> having, having worked in film, um, in Canada, I thought, you know what? It's hard work, but it's fun. What were you doing there? I was a production assistant, okay. which, which means that um, you are setting up, packing down, and making everyone's quiet while they're rolling. That's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, they, don't, they actually don't have PAs uh, here in Australia, so it's not... It's a shared role. Like, look, you find, especially in Australia, they seem to blur the lines a lot on... Yeah. Depending how big the shoot is. Because we're so understaffed and underfunded, you know what I mean? Like, mm. I'd be a line manager at the same time while I'm being a fucking set director and I'm being a, a runner just right. for, like, random shit. Like, what am I doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I produce this. Why am I getting coffee for, like, this fuckwit? Yeah. Fuck yeah. What's wrong? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. All right. So, what did you leave Canada? How long were you in Canada for? Uh, 14, 15 months. I, so, I did a stint uh, for about... Three months in Vancouver. I went to uh, Squamish, which is like the rock climbing capital of ca- Canada. Um, and I was uh, skiing in Whistler yeah. for like uh, three months. Then I went back to Vancouver for like a month. And then I did a road trip across the US for two months. Went to Montreal for three months. Yeah. And then back to Van- uh, back to LA and then back to uh, Vancouver for a month to get some cash and then came back here. And now we're here. How do you go about... Jug- like, all right, man. Like anyone that talks to you, that like meets you, especially for the first time, mm. they start talking about like traveling thing and blah blah blah. Mm. I'm sure you get the same things all the time. Oh, you're so lucky to be doing this and blah 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 blah, and that's so cool and yada yada, right? Uh, yeah, generally uh, early on, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Then you start breaking down like the sacrifices you've made, and then they're like, oh, what do you mean? Yeah. How do you go about juggling your finances on the go, like with all this shit you're talking about? Because mm. it's not like you, you're not like a billionaire where it's no. just like self funded. No, no, no. Um, so. Couchsurfing helps a lot, um, and uh, so Couchsurfing is a website for you know if you don't know, um, and yeah, so Couchsurfing is so that saves on accommodation. Um, there's all these little tips and tricks and stuff, but 
on the whole, it, you're just going to make sure you're working everywhere you go. You yeah. Know? Yeah, that's kind of... That's kind of it, I guess. Um, you have to be generating an income every time, otherwise you're just sort of stuck. Well, yeah, I mean, or you're you know, saving up and going to Southeast Asia and just bumming, you know? So, <laughs> How much do you reckon you can survive on, like the bare minimum, while you're away? Depends on the um, area, but uh, if I'm in Southeast Asia, like 500 bucks a month, you know? 500 a month? Yeah. So breaking it down to like $125 a week. Yeah, I mean, I had saved, basically, I was gone for five months, I spent seven grand, um, that was when I did my Southeast Asia trip, and I wasn't, I, wasn't, I had hotels, you know, a few, few nights, you know, about, like, once a week, I'd have a hotel, and, you know, just... Really? Yeah, and I'd, and I'd travel, and that includes the, the airfares between countries and stuff, and, you know, and then people, like, help you out as well, so, you know, like... Um, if you're trying to get somewhere, then you know. <laughs> what do you do? To <laughs> like, like, like. So Are you go into Ho Chi Minh. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, well, uh, oh, well. So, for example, tall boy. <laughs> for example, um, someone invited me to go to the Philippines, and I'm like, look, you know, I'm, I don't, you know, I'm here now. It's not really in the schedule. Yeah, uh, and they're like, hey, don't worry about it. I'll pay for it. And I'm like, okay, but why? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know, like that's it's uh, See, this is what I'm talking about, man. There's more fucking sides to this shit. <laughs> Don't hold out on me now, man. You busted my horse to get here. Don't hold out on me now. Um, look, so right, just uh, one question. Yeah, one question regarding the Philippines. Yeah, go. Okay. Who was who was who bought you the ticket to go? It was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, done. Yeah. Thanks. That's it. All right, well, it was good seeing you, man. Uh, uh, good one. <laughs> <laughs> you, son of, you <laughs> son of a bitch! No, look, look. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't smash, right? Oh, there was no yeah, smashing. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. But, you know, yeah, yeah. It right, was probably part of the appeal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, look, you're uh, a prick. <laughs> See, no, but not even that. Like, no, let, let's let's look at let's look at Canada, right? When all, all across, <laughs> do I want to look at Canada? <laughs> all across the US, you know, and it's like <laughs> the ticket travel is cheap, right? Okay. Travel. Petrol is cheap, right? Um, you know, you get your car. You're a prick. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, the Philippines. You're the, a, that was the Philippines. Man, all right. You're that a tall, was. You're a tall, good-looking kid, and now you got me thinking. Yeah, I can travel. But this nah, guy, less, man. This guy. No, yeah, he's making work. People help you out. What do you mean? <laughs> no one helps me out, man. I paid for the flight. I still didn't get on the plane. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Let me let me let me back up here. All right. All right okay. You still have your plan, right? <laughs> I was going to be in Vietnam for you know I went, I only spent uh, ten days in Vietnam. I wanted to spend okay. longer. Yeah. And she was like. Hey, um, I'm going to the Philippines. I really want you to come. I'm like, look, I'm in, I'm in Vietnam. This is the plan, you know. And, she's, and then she's like, look, you know, what if I pay for it? And I'm like, okay, look, if you're gonna pay for it, it'll get me to the Philippines, whatever. But the reality is, a flight from Vietnam to the Philippines is like maybe maybe sixty bucks, seventy bucks, you know. So, okay, the flights are not that uh, not that expensive. Dude, I, I yeah. flew I flew to Holland to meet a bird who I hadn't touched and still haven't touched, and I was flying it. I flew to Rome and same reasons. Yeah, I didn't get no flight paid for me, man. It was like, yeah, see you there. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, the, the question is like, <laughs> who, who's desperate enough, right, to pay, right? So that's the thing. So I mean, I didn't, I didn't, you know, she knows, but you know, I, I didn't, I didn't like the, the, the girl romantically, right? 
so but she wanted me there because what it was it was it was a fuck thing i I shouldn't have done it um you got to trip out of the philippines out of it yeah there you go (laughs) Uh, um it wasn't like that etc hopefully she doesn't listen to this Uh, yeah (laughs) i'm gonna go Uh, through your insta page just looking for anyone that remotely fits the bill yeah of anyone that's gone to the philippines okay so um yeah it wouldn't be it wouldn't be hard to find but um but like you look at canada so i i i got a car for work um it was a piece of shit car it broke down in California. And what were you doing in California? I was road tripping. So I was road tripping. I went all the way down, uh, all the way down the coast to San Francisco and then went to Tahoe and then I was going down and I was going to cut through um, Death Valley and my car yeah. broke down just before Death Valley. Okay. Um, which was fortunate. Um, and uh, yeah, so I had to get rid of the car and the mechanic, man. Fuck the mechanic, dude. What? Just. They know they're ripping you off. Of you know? they do. Yeah, I know they're ripping me off. They know that they're ripping me off. But I'm like, okay, well, I have to pay them, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, you do Johnson ride in here. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, like, I had, to give it, I had to give it away. I couldn't repair it. Yeah. It was too, the, the damage was too big. Uh, the, the timing belt had gone. Um, and, um, you know, they, they billed me for the tow. Fair enough. They billed me for the check. And then they billed me for towing the... Um, uh, the car to the to the to the records. I'm like, that's bullshit. You're taking it. Yeah, they take that. They they take. <laughs> they fucking charge me like a hundred bucks or something, hundred fifty bucks. I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> Whatever. So I'm just picturing you in your shorts with socks pulled up in your suitcase, just in the middle of Death Valley. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much, like it wasn't Death Valley, but We're like taking your car. Yeah. What do you mean? It's just. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. And uh, I mean, and that's an experience, right? So, but like yeah. fuel in the US is so oh, cheap. Yeah, it's nothing, man. Yeah. By the gallon. They don't mm. understand. It's like three, four bucks a gallon. Yeah, how many yeah. gallons to a litre? I got no four, idea. Four point something? Yeah. yeah, some shit like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's cheaper than it is here. All right. So then, what do you reckon? I mean, all this traveling and shit, you're basically mm. just going round and round in circles, right? Mm. I mean, for a good cause, mm. but you're going round and round in circles. What do you mean? Well, you, like I said, you're here, you build yourself up, then you fuck off overseas, right. sit it out as long as you can, doing different shit, then you come back. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're following me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. so then what's the end goal? I mean, you're talking about media and stuff. Yeah, so um, so I think I'm ready to calm down on the traveling. Um, really? I'd say so. I mean, look, I am probably going to go back to Canada, but um, but it'd be specifically to work in film, right? Okay. Um, just because there's work there. Um, and ideally I'd want to work here in film and try and get work here. Um, and you know, see if that works and we'll see what happens and you know, but if I don't, then I'm going to go traveling again. And how are you going to give it? Um, for, for film work or, um, I don't know. I got, I got the, the visas until August. Um, so Canada. Yeah. So, and I know, like, literally, there is so much work in Vancouver. I, um, yeah. Pay all right? It's, it's good for Canada. Is it enough to survive? Like, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you get, like, an apartment or something or a hotel, a room somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, it's uh, $280 a day, but the, the working hours are 15 hour days. So, stand film sets, yeah. Stand the shit. But, like, it's nuts. So, you don't have time to scratch your ass, essentially. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's, it's, uh, you know, it, it is what it is and it's cool and it's fun. You get to see like crazy, you know, crazy things, stunts and, you know, yeah, all that sort of stuff. But, um, 
you know, it's it's a lot of work, um, and that's that's as a PA, and then it gets it gets a lot higher. Have higher you thought you about long term, like long term effects of like not building up a base here at all? What do you mean? Well, because you're not you're basically coming here, like I said, you're burning it, and then you're disappearing overseas again. Mm. So you're coming back every time, pretty much with nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Uh, my saving strategy uh, <laughs> is that find people to pay for your tickets. No, to, no, no. Uh, so, so I I save ten percent of whatever I make. Right. Yeah. So that ten percent goes into shares or goes into some investment. Um, and the idea is, is that over ten years, eventually there'll be enough for a deposit on a house. Um, but sometimes you know it doesn't really go that way. So <laughs> I can tell you right now, man. Yeah. I had the idea of saving ten percent every week. I don't save ten percent every week. I save shit. Everywhere, yeah, right? It all depends. All choices. Yeah, I mean, look, I still have money. I can't go back on Centrelink because I have too much money. They yeah. put it that way. So, um, no one can go back on Centrelink if you've got more than more assets than yeah, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm, poor, I'm cash poor, but according to the government, I'm a billionaire. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, have a, I own a, a car and a house. Like, does that make sense? No, it totally makes it's sense. It's bullshit. It's yeah. absolutely fucking bullshit the way it works in this train. Yeah, just sell all your shit, and then uh, then we might give you some money. You know? Yeah, literally, you have to sell all your shit, and then like forget all the hard work you've done. Mm. We need to see you back to like ground zero, and then maybe we'll help you. Yeah, it's fucked. Even um, if it's temporary, like even if you're unemployed for like a month, just because you're unemployed. They want to see you working at Macca's. Like, you better apply for a job at Macca's, otherwise you're not getting shit. Oh, yeah. I do the... I mean, there, there are ways to get around. <laughs> All right. Let me ask you a question. What's, yeah. What keeps you motivated to keep going back to traveling? Because it's been for different reasons. It hasn't been... Mm. Canada's, Canada is the new venture sort of thing, but yeah. that's not why you went to Europe. It's not why you went to Korea. No, no. I'm, I mean, look, I think that... Um, and the way the way I kind of retell it, I'm not sure if it was that at the time, but the way I retell it is that I'm always uh, running away from something. Um, so you know, I hate Melbourne, or you know, you know, my, my family yeah, life, yeah. all that sort of stuff. So, uh, and it's uh, I always always you know being pushed away uh, by my surrounds here. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the irony is is that I didn't. Um, I've never, uh, like, lived by myself, you know, really? in Melbourne, right? But you've lived overseas by yourself. Exactly. And that's why it's, oh, it's so much fun, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, I haven't... What if I just fucking move out, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what, what would that be like? And it's like, oh, shit. You know, like, yeah. living by yourself in Melbourne is going to be totally different than living overseas. Because even when you're overseas, you're still sort of temporary. Yeah. With the idea that you're eventually going to go, and you don't do any long-term investment shit. Mm. You don't you don't buy an expensive car for any reason. You don't fucking start. I mean, what about relationships overseas? How many mm. did you start, and how many have you kept? Dude, I mean, look, in terms of like friends, or in terms of like you know girls. Well, both. Uh, so girls, not not a great deal. Um, you know, you uh, can't. Yeah, you can't. But but I did go to my friend's wedding in El- in Palm Springs. So you know, so that like. I do have some good friends in California. Um, yeah, I've I've still got some good friends like across the world from people I've met. Yeah. But like I remember talking. There's whenever I think of traveling, man, I think of three people. I think of mm. you. Mm. I think of this uh, the girl that I actually met in Finland, in Holland, who was Finnish, who I met in Cambodia originally, and came to Thailand with us. Right. Right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, look at your trying, eyes. Trying, like, trying, trying to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. just like fucking doing these ones. Yeah. All right. And there's this one other guy, man. This is Israeli. Uh, was he Israeli? He, he's from Melbourne. Um, and he was like that, man. Like literally 
nine months of the year, he'd be gone, come back for a short stint, yeah. fuck off straight away. Yeah. And he's got crazy stories, man, like yeah. going through South America, like on a boat, like around the coast and mm. random shit. And the last time I physically sat down and had a coffee with him, this was years, years ago, mm. and he said, it gets, he goes, he wants to come back. I said, why? He goes, he gets mm. lonely. He goes, mm. you know, I did eight months or something through South America with like this incredible woman. And then we went to get, we got together, we flew to Europe and I think they did Israel or something in North Africa. And then it was just like, well, I'm going this way. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean? It's like, well, my plan is to go here. Yeah. I, I don't want to go there. And yeah. that's the end of it. Yeah. He goes, he just got sick and tired of like starting these relationships and then just having him sort of just hit the bridge, the fork. And then that was the end of it. Does that make sense? Uh, totally. Um, I. Do you feel isolated when you go away like that? So sometimes, uh, so it's, it's like traveling is great. Uh, and you get to see and traveling by yourself is awesome because you get to meet a whole bunch of people. Yeah, I agree. Um, but when you are traveling by yourself, you don't get to share it with someone. And um, exactly what I said in two thousand and nine, man. Yeah, and yeah. so five you know, countries, three and a half months, and I did most of it on my own. Yeah, and so and yeah, and like you, you have all these experiences, and you know. You know, that's why, like, meeting up with friends that I've met overseas, they're like, oh, remember when? And then you kind of reminisce, and it's awesome, and you get kind of more value from that. Yeah. Um, But if you're doing stuff by yourself, you know, it almost sounds like boasting as well. Um, Especially in Australia, I like to tell once a year. Oh, no, no. If you didn't go to Bali for, like, two weeks at Christmas, then, like, if it's more than that, then you're useless. Or a Kentucky tour. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I, I don't... Like that's that's all part of traveling, right? So yeah. you know, people like I've met I've met girls or or, or you know people um, abroad, and they get upset, and it's like, and it's like, dude, that's that's all part of it, you know? It's all part of like being able to connect with someone um, as you know really quickly, and then you know in three days they're gone, you know? So yeah, man, I, I've yeah. I've I went through my old photos the other day, and I look back at like the trip to the states, and looked at. Uh, my time in Greece on my own, like mm. back through the winter. Seeing all these photos of people, man, like travelers that I met, like in New York at hostels mm. and shit. And looking, man, these guys are fucking cool. Mm. Some of them, like, you know, I touched base with again. I remember an English kid came to Melbourne, like, you know, a couple of years later, and I'm like, caught up with him again. And mm-hmm. all we did was go for a beer down at, like, um, Bridie's on Chapel, you know, mm-hmm. for about an hour or two. Mm. It was brilliant. Like, mm. great kid. If he lived in the area or I lived up over there, could be best of friends. Totally. But yeah. Then they disappear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, <laughs> The irony is, is that I'd be somewhere else, uh, but the money is too good here. So, yeah, you know, I, I would be, I'd be in Europe somewhere or I'd be, you know, in the States or whatever, but it's just, it's just, you get any job here. If you work, you're like, you know, if you work for a certain amount of time, minimum wage is enough to survive, you know, yeah. and, and save and, and go on a little holiday. Can you honestly say that? Can you say that? Like with all your traveling, with all your living overseas and all that sort of shit, can you mm-hmm. say that? We are actually fortunate here. Um, what do you reckon the cool downside question. is? Downsides were quite isolated. Yeah, yeah. easily. Like I can. Yeah. Like, my cousin that just came. Yeah, like yeah. We, we went. Um, we went into state for a trip, and then like I took him to lawn because he wanted to see the twelve apostles and all that mm. sort of shit. So I was showing him that, and I convinced him to go to New Zealand. He's like, dude, you're here. He's got some German friends there that mm. were in Greece, you know, while he was working the islands. And he's like, should I go? Should I not go? Dude, every time I come to Europe, every time I go to Greece, I always try and make one trip, like to somewhere where I haven't been, whether mm-hmm. it's Spain or fucking whatever. Yeah. Do it. I mean, you're here. Yeah. That, if all we have to see is New Zealand, then go fucking see New Zealand. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's what it is, I guess. You know, because like Australia is kind of, you know, you go to Sydney, okay, 
you know. Sydney's Sydney. Yeah. If I didn't have friends there, then there's probably no more reasons to go other than the beach. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you go to Queensland. And it's like it's similar attitudes, similar sort of ways of thinking. Um, you're not really, like, it's not... It's the same. It's the same. And so, you know, for for people, I, I tell them, um, you know, go travel, do your thing. Like, yeah. you know, go out and explore and do do these things. And, and for me, there's this, like, pining. That what I like about traveling is that you end up doing some epic shit. And you come back here and time and time again, I'm never getting into epic shit here. I'm like, why is that? What's going on? You know? Um, why do you, actually, why do you think you don't get into epic shit here? Um, probably because I'm a local, um, you know, and it's easier overseas to be like, oh, I got this accent, you know. Um, it depends on what no. you define as epic, though. You know, because yeah. some people staying up past 1am is epic. Yeah, right. You know. Well, do you want to hear a story? Or? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Can we, you can actually give me the, the truth on this story? Or is dude, it gonna be? Yeah. Dude, dude, I mean, I got this, I got this wicked story because it's like a <laughs> multi-part story, but... Uh, what I'll say is this. So I went to, so my car broke down the, the, Death Valley. In, in, just outside, just outside, just outside Death Valley. Yeah. Um, and so the, the plan B was to continue with my trip, but then like fly to New York. Yeah. And so I flew to New York and I have a fr- family friend in New York in Manhattan and I stayed there. Which and part? I, Which part of Manhattan? Uh, park and 26, I think. Okay, so yeah. So down, down the bottom. Isn't that like Hell's Kitchen somewhere? No, Hell's Kitchens is like, like, so basically it's, um, near the Flatiron building. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and, uh, yeah, basically I said to Facebook, I was like, look, I've already been here, you know, I've already, I've already seen you. Um, uh, uh, what should I do? You know, and then keep it like New York inspired. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, so it was like, you know, you see a New York city rat and, you know, eat a pizza and like, you know, this type of shit, go to the Bronx. Um, uh, and you know, photograph a celebrity, do things you wouldn't normally do, et cetera. Right. Yeah. Um, and, so I'm going. So one of the things was going to a comedy, uh, uh, what's it, uh, comedy club, right? Yeah. So I went to Gotham Comedy Club with with a person, and um, at these clubs in LA and in New York, uh, if you go, sometimes there's like famous comedians. Um, yeah, just do a set. Like I'll just do yeah they'll do, randomly. They're not announced. Yeah. And I just happened to be at the Gotham Comedy Club, and Jim Gaffigan. Performed. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, but then the the host was like, ladies and gentlemen, you're so lucky, but please welcome Mr. Jerry Seinfeld. No shit. And I lost my shit. You saw Jerry Seinfeld do an unnamed set? Yeah, it was sick. When? This was, when was this? June? June? Or As July? 2019. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I cool. was losing it, man. I was losing it. So, um, I was like slamming the table and the beer's like almost, you know, <laughs> jumping off the table. Um, At that point, security. Yeah. Oh, almost, right? <laughs> and, and not only that, man, he does his set. It's hilarious. And, you know, at the end of his sets, he gets, uh, you know, people to ask a question. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I got, I got to fucking ask a question. Yeah. yeah you would know? you ask? I asked how much his shoes were. So, are you serious? Yeah, you asked his runners. He's fucking. Snooping. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's wearing runners. <laughs> What's the deal with the runners? Yeah. You know. What's the deal? Yeah. And uh, yeah. Anyway, he's like saying like uh, you know, he was re- very funny and it's basically it's not the it's not the shoes that you want to know how much they are. It's how much money I make. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Etc. I'm like losing it. I'm ha- like I come out of the club. I'm like really just having a good time, and. <laughs> 
I've set up a Tinder date, right? Of course you have. Yeah. yeah. So I go to this Tinder date, and on my Tinder profile, I've got um, these suggestions, and in the form of a bingo, New York City bingo, and it says, you know, the, the line is, you know, um, help me get New York City bingo, right? So she's she's responded to that. Yeah. I meet this girl. I'm super excited. I'm su- I'm in the right mood, you know. Yeah. And uh, so she's from LA, and she's building a sculpture in Soho in New York, and she needs some help. Okay. This sounds like... <laughs> I mean, it's just like, what? Um, so I've just okay. seen Jerry Seinfeld. She, like, she needs some help. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah, going to okay. help you. And uh, so then I just start working. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm helping build uh, a whale tail out of aluminium cans, and I can show you a picture. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this is your Tinder date. This is yeah. This Hang is, on, wait a second. You got hustled, man. You, you, yeah, man. This is this is it, right? That's the that's the whale tail that I um pretty boxy the, <laughs> <laughs> that I built and uh, well help build. Uh, that's I got, pretty cool. Yeah, and I got paid cash, and you know, it's super illegal. But so your um, Tinder date hired you as an immigrant worker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doesn't stop there. <laughs> Obviously, you know, some stuff happened, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I was going to Montreal. I invited her to Montreal. She came for a few days, and that was great. And then, as I said, I was in L.A. I was in Palm Springs for a wedding, right? I was like, hey, I'm coming to L.A. She's from L.A. She's from L.A., okay. right? I'm like... You know, oh, by the way, there was a launch party and Adrian Grenier was there and I took a photo and all, all, that, all that other shit, right? Just happened to and, be sat and, on the launch party with Adrian Yeah, and I went there and You're then... you uh, and then, but, and like then the, the best bit out. I know, like, I know, but here's the thing. The wild tale? Uh, no, uh, you made some money. Adrian Grenier and, and someone from the UN who had a security guard. It was insane. It was crazy. And I like, love how your, yeah. your fucking... Your crescendo was the, the wild tale. No, man. I'm getting, got- I'm getting to it. I'm getting to the crescendo. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in fucking LA. I'm like, hey, is there anything happening in, in LA? Like, like, let me know yeah. what's happening. Uh, cause I'm going to be there this week. It's like, actually, there's this Impossible Foods event. You know, the Impossible Burger? Beyond, uh, Beyond Meat Burger. Yeah, Beyond Meat, yeah. Yeah, so they, there's another company, Impossible. <clears throat> and, um, I'm like, and I'm like, ah, this sounds great. Get me in. <laughs> yeah. And then a week before, she's like, hey, we need some help. <laughs> Right? She's just recruiting you for, for work. And I'm like, well, I'm like really pushing it. I'm like, yeah, fucking help. And so I got like three days work um, in LA, in Beverly Hills, no less, yeah. building this set, you know, or like for this event yeah. that John Legend and freaking Chrissy Teigen are at launching. Um, it was really, really fun. And then I got paid in, ca- in a roll of 20s. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, fucking 750 bucks in, the, in my hand. 20s. In 20s. <laughs> Um, and uh, got jumped on the way back. To oh, this. dude! And then, and then the next night, I was like, because I was I only had the weekend there, so I was just yeah. balling it. I was like buying people drinks. I was like, yeah, who wants a drink? Blah blah blah. You know. <laughs> so it was really fun. And so, like, that's when you travel. That shit happens all the time. Yeah, it does. And it's like, fuck, man. Like, okay, maybe not working or whatever, but you're seeing crazy people, seeing doing crazy things. And then you get back here and it's like, uh, you know. You know what it is? Yeah. Number one, you have to be traveling on your own. Like, you yeah. have to. There's no way. If you've got someone totally. else to consider, then there's no way known that anything's going to happen. Because yeah. you're constantly just in the back of your head like, oh, where's, where's B? I gotta, like, you can't. Mm. I, all my shit like that that happened really randomly was always, yeah, 100% solo going through, especially Europe on my own. Like that, That's when 
that those stories came out. Two, I feel like when you get back to Melbourne, man, you fall into your routine because you're sort of gradually building a base up again. Mm. Your brain mentality isn't, you don't allow yourself to do crazy shit because you got to get up at, you know, 8 a.m. to go to work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know when, in my, I always say my peak year was 2012. That's when I was doing the most media. That's when I was working full time as well. Mm. I was single and I was just fucking like bawling. Every, every night was just like an adventure because I didn't have, I didn't have, tw- I had 24 hour block. Does that make sense? Mm. I would allow for three, four hours of sleep. Yeah, right. And that was it. Right. And then I would just fill in the blocks around that, whether it was work, whether it was seeing people, whether it was going out. Yeah. You could have called me at two in the morning and said, hey, man, like, you got to come to this. I'm like, get done. And then yeah. no questions asked. Yeah, right. be outside your house th- 20 minutes. Yeah. That's what the problem is. People get back to Melbourne and then they start realizing all their um, responsibilities kicking in and they just start playing it safe. Man, we got we got it. Respons- look, dude, opportunities to do crazy shit come up, but just yeah. we play it safe. We, we, dude, we all quick. the time, all the time. I mean, the, the, the entire Australian society is playing it safe. Yeah, you know, we got to got to get a fucking house. Got to you know save money for retirement. Get your super, all that shit. But do you think the mentality is any different for locals overseas? I would say in the states, it kind of has to be because you work minimum wage, you're still not surviving, right? Yeah, it's bad. Um, Dude, I saw someone someone had a baby because like forty k. It's 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 insane. Forty thousand so dollars to have stupid. a baby, man. Yeah. What, the, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. So look, I mean, again, like, if you want to have a kid and you want to grow, you know, raise them up and all that sort of stuff and have a family, Australia's fantastic for that. But I just don't think that we have the craziness as other, um, countries and cultures and all that sort of stuff. What are the, what other cultures would you say rank in form of crazy? Like what you just described now, that's mm-hmm. the typically US sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, Hollywood, random set, la la la. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say, you know, I would say like certain cities as well. I'm not saying all the states is like that yeah. either. Um, so like Paris is kind of like that. London can be, um, and like Shanghai, you know. Yeah. Um, Korea. So Seoul isn't. Vancouver isn't. Even though there's the whole film industry there, um, it's 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 quite safe. Uh, yeah. as, as so a you're city. talking about Paris, London, and New York. They're the biggest, right? Oldest, like biggest fucking cities. Yeah, and Shanghai is also yeah, fucking Shanghai huge. Shanghai is huge, you know? man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, when that and that's the irony is that's what it is. You know, you got to got like, and then can when the film festivals on. You know, so it's just like you got to be in the right place at the right time. And I, I think I got a feeling of that. You know, come Australian Open in Melbourne. Yeah. You know, come Australian Open, come Melbourne Comedy Festival is is a bit like that. If you know where to go, and yeah, there's stuff. a vibe, yeah. especially when the yeah. uh, comedy festival is running in Melbourne. Like, there's a vibe around town. Like, you sort of go out and there's shit going on every night. You know yeah, I mean? exactly, exactly. That comes down to the size of the city, man. And I've said mm. this a lot to my cousin because we're talking about. I said to him, "You've come at the right time because ten years ago you wouldn't have as many things to do mm. randomly." You know, like mm. here now, man, it was like a Wednesday night walking through Russell Street and billboards was like going off. Mm. It's like, what the fuck's going on? Who? What's what's happening? I go, no, no, club night. Like Mm-mm-mm. lines out the door. It's just what day is it? It's Wednesday. It's uni night. Yeah. You know, Thursday yeah. uni night. Oh, I got a story about that. What? Real quick. Um, So, I I work in Hawthorne, and I was dating a girl in Hawthorne, and uh, we go out on a Tuesday night, Uh and we go see some free comedy, (laughs) and it's like, it's awesome. We go for a beer at at Nevermind, and get a beer, and then we go see... Nevermind's still going? Yeah. I remember Nevermind. It was cool. Uh, (laughs) I know, right? And then then we go see some comedy, and that's fun, and it's free as well, and it's like, well, it's like 9.30, and it's like, oh, what's to do? Because, you know, Hawthorne kind of closes down. I'm like, well... 
what about the Hawthorne? You know, oh, the pub, the pub. And it's like, yeah, they'll, they'll still be open. And yeah. I'm thinking uni night's Thursday night, but it turns out it's Tuesday night. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we get there and like, we're kind of early, but it's like, it's pumping, you know, like it, the music is pumping, the bartender is like going off and, <laughs> and we're there just like with, you know, 31, 33 and, um, I feel like the the mother and father of 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 the kids, you know. Yeah. And you see these kids, man, and they're like eighteen, nineteen, and you see this dude like pick pick up this chick and you know to give her a little twirl and then like make out with her. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, you know, <laughs> like you're doing it. And then yes. <laughs> and then and then the teeny buppers all come in and then we start dancing and this is like, fuck Tuesday night at the Hawthorne, you know, like going off. Yeah, so, I mean, you definitely can have those things, as you're right, but like, oh, it's fucking a work night, you know. I think that says yeah. more about the people that you hang out with, man. Yeah. Seriously, because we, we get really stuck, especially as Greeks in Melbourne, man, we get mm. stuck in our little enclaves of fucking douches, and mm. they get caught up in that shit. They'd rather binge watch a series and, you know, spend eight hours playing something. Yeah, totally. I mean, like, I just need any excuse to get out of the house. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I used to be like that as well, man. I'm just, too, I'm flat off my feet now, but. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like, 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 if I don't have anything to do, I'll just fucking procrastinate and leave all, like, leave all the chores, all that sort of stuff. Um, I'll procrastinate if I have nothing to do. If I have something to do, like, I'm like busy. You know what I mean? <laughs> busy. Busy. Yeah. It's. I. I don't know what to say. Like, it's. It's. Uh, it's. It's a condition I have. <laughs> How long do you reckon you can keep doing this though? Like going back and forth. Really, you really coming back to this? Uh, I really want to know because no, because honestly, man, like yeah. the isolation of it really does get to you. I mm. a lot of times when I'd be sitting in an airport or just in some fucking random room mm-hmm. with nothing real to actually do for that mm. hour or two, and I'm just like, fuck, like mm. you're just emptiness, man. Um, I don't. That's that that part of traveling. I don't mind. It's more like what's my future um, that I kind of worry about. Um, yeah. And you know, I've I'm pretty much saying that this is the last go around um, until it's not. You know, um, <laughs> because like either either I'm going to be a, an English teacher teaching around the world, or it's you know let's get a proper career going. You know, um, and so. Maybe I start marketing for a school, and and that's what's going to te- get me over overseas and you know promoting the school overseas. But I mean, apart from that, like I don't see myself. I need to. I need, a, as you say, establish roots and get into a career and yeah. start making some real cash. I'm not. See, um, I don't give a fuck about establishing roots that in the traditional sense, of mm. like you know, corporate ladder bullshit, blah 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 blah. Because clearly, you know. A third of my fucking budget of my salary goes to this stupid room, and oh, yeah? you know, I'm not making any fucking money. Yeah, right. It, right? Like, it's fun, though, right? Well, that's the point. It's all about yeah. passion and like what you actually want to do. Mm. How do you stay motivated to keep getting up to do the grind? What motivates you to actually do all the traveling and do all that sort of shit? Well, I don't see it as a grind, right? So I think the travel is is what's motivating, right? It's uh, for me, at least. That's that's what I like doing. Like once I'm overseas, once I'm on that plane, man. Like it's like, yeah, okay, what are we doing? Yeah, you know? it's an adventure. So it's starting again. Exactly, and it's like I'm not bored when I'm traveling. When I'm in a city trying to you know find work and stuff, sometimes it can get a bit like that. But like when I'm when I'm road tripping or, or just backpacking around, um, it's like okay, I'm in a new city. What do I do? You know, and and it's it's exciting. And I I, I meet people. Like you would think that okay, in your twenties is when you're going to meet all these travelers, and that that is true. But I've seen people travel all like every age, 
You know, I've seen yeah. travelers that have, they're still traveling in their 40s, you know. Um, and, you know, th- for me, that's kind of inspiring, I guess. Um, you know, but uh, there was a period there where I was like, I want to be like a fucking digital nomad, you know? <laughs> digital nomad. <laughs> I want to be able to be on my laptop in Bali and just <laughs> just sell everything. Um, <laughs> so, but, I mean, the reality is that you've got to do a lot more work uh, than, <laughs> than, than what it sounds like on Instagram, I right? fucking hate those stupid oh, Instagram so ha- influencers. Hate them, hate them. I hate the ones that... Did you see the ones that got busted because... Um, I think they were Germans. I think they were Germans. Covered in, like one was covered in head toe in tats. They were models, like oh, yeah? ugly as sin, and they uh, put out like a GoFundMe to, to fund their trips because uh, someone's parents couldn't afford it. Oh, uh, dude, it's people people fucking like sell their not sell their houses, but like rent out their houses and stuff, and, and yeah. take their whole family and all that sort of stuff. And look, it can work for them, but for me, the way it's worked is really just working overseas. So teaching English. So um, you're lucky you've got that as a commodity, man. That you can teach English. I guess so. I guess where so. Where did you get your, your curriculum from? That's uh, what I want to know. Like when you were in Korea, where did your curriculum come from? Um, th- what they were teach, what they were doing in the main English. So I was teaching in middle school, and um, they had English classes, and then they would have you know the foreign Engl- English teacher. Yeah. And so I'd have to model whatever they're learning um, at the time. And then other stuff is like, you know, books. There's, there's, there's <laughs> books. books. Yeah. Books. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, like, there's, there's a, like a, 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 about three textbooks that are really good and yeah. I've used them all. And then, but you do this, I've, I'm now like four and a half years of solid teaching. Um, and, you know, like, I can, I can walk into a room tomorrow and just start teaching. Like, it's not, it's it's the same shit, you know. What I yeah, mean? yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so you go in, you're like, all right, cool. What are you? What, what are we doing? Okay, we're doing future tense. All right, great. You know, teaching is one thing that you could do overseas on the run. What else could you do though for work? That's the thing. I think I think that's also big. In what sense? So a lot. I've met a lot of people that have um, either gotten a um, remote job right where they can work remotely so like a lot of filipinos and stuff for example um they'll they'll work remotely but they won't necessarily stay in the philippines um and but they'll be getting you know shitty wages um (laughs) so yeah a lot of them in cyprus actually um but (laughs) um and uh or you 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 started out in a like in germany or something for an it company yeah and then like slowly slowly you're negotiating like one day and then two days off and then and then eventually it's like hey can i just work remotely um (laughs) and then those guys those guys tend to do well um and then there's the entrepreneurs and stuff and look i'm not saying i'm not shitting on them because they're, they're obviously making it work um but it's also really difficult um and and then there's like fucking like poker players online poker and all just yeah, like that's weird that's shit. That's a different niche, man. you got that yeah. Vitaly guy that's just selling that bang energy drink and then pimping birds out. <laughs> yeah, and then drop, drop shipping account. is another one that people yeah. do. And just like, it's just, if you can get on something, like if you can get on something that's making you money, um, then, you know, essentially you don't need a shit ton of money. You need like 20 grand a year and you can live very comfortably in Southeast Asia. Without having assets and shit tying you down here that are like milking you, basically though. Yeah, well, there won't be assets if they're milking you, right? No, no, but they're, they're liabilities, right? Well, that's the thing: is a house an asset or a liability? Unless you're paying on it, right? It's an asset once you've owned it. 
Yeah. Then you don't own it, it's a liability. Yeah. But then how you have to put in 30 years of work in order to own it. <laughs> it's, it's a catch-22, man. Yeah, man. And that's what really yeah. pisses me off. Like, our parents never told us that. You know, when we, mm. when we were kids, it was just like, you know, work, save, buy a house, have a family, blah, blah, blah. Then you realize, you're gonna pay, fuck, we're going to work 30 years? <laughs> so, there was a, a journalist uh, that I was talking to before I went to Canada, and she rang me up um, looking for... Yeah. Why do I feel like they're all looking for dick? Like, no, 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 these, no, 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 no. All these people that are calling you up randomly, you know what I mean? No, so I had done, <laughs> I had done a story with her uh, in, Austra- in Melbourne, sure did, and uh, <laughs> and then she was doing another story, and she, she was thinking, like, because yeah, yeah. I'm younger, you yeah, know, like, if course. I knew anyone. Okay. Yeah, there's that young, anyway, good-looking kid. That, uh, <laughs> the point, <laughs> the point is, I call him. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, is that um, she, I, I asked her, I was like, you know, I'm not sure whether I should just, like, get my career career like like i'm th- i'm i'm turning th- I, was, I was 29 at the time I'm turning 30 i don't know if i should go to um you know start my career and i like really just start working at it or go to canada yeah you know and then and i was like you know, i'm not sure because i want to buy a house you know and uh, she's like you've got it 30 years to buy a house you know like yeah. you've got a long time yeah. uh, a mortgage is a long time so just go to canada and 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 i was like all right and this is like you know a lot of people told me a lot of stuff but like that was really resonated with me and it's like well there you go yeah you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, so, yeah, I don't have a house. And it depends where you want to buy a house. Maybe you want to buy a house in Athens. Who knows? Well, that's it. I'm not even sure if I'm going to buy something here, you know? Yeah. You've got, well, look, you've, got, you've obviously got a taste for the life overseas, mm. and it resonates. I still think that the crazy, crazy element of it will, it will disappear once you become a resident somewhere, mm. and you fall into your, your sort of fucking rhythm of, like, routine. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I mean... I mean, yeah. You, you fly off the city of pants a lot. Yeah. Look. Yes. Yeah. Um, and like I've been thinking about like doing a, um, doing extra study. You know. What do you want to do? Whatever. I just have. I want to be a student again. You know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to be one of those guys? Just like you know, but like it's it's kind of like a, it's nice. It's nice to be in that university spirit and just you know. Yeah, but then you'd be like Van Wilder, like seven years <laughs> than everyone else. <laughs> yeah. No. But I mean, do a masters. But you know. So. I, Big man on campus. <laughs> but it, I don't know. Sorry, it's I'm 19. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, you know, being able to set down to have short, uh, medium-term goals, you know. And for me, it's always been about short-term goals. Now I'm looking into medium and slash long-term goals. And, you know, for me, um, you know, doing something like we're committing for two, three years um, is more my speed. I don't want to commit for five, ten years, man, or for 30 years on a mortgage, you know, when I, when I can't service it, you know. So it would be like that. Yeah. They use the word service. That's just what yeah. made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> People have been servicing you for a real long time, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> You're fucking not right, man. <laughs>